Hello and welcome to the Overly Animated Podcast, where we take animation seriously. We talk everything animation here, including weathering with you, which we'll be getting into right now. I'm Dylan Heisen, and today I'm joined by Beatrice Murad. Hello! And Alex Bonilla. Hey! Yes, we're talking Makoto Shinkai's latest film, Weathering with You, was just released uh, in the United States on Wednesday. It's been out in Japan, I think it was out last summer, as these things go. Um, and, uh, it premiered as part of a two night Fathom event that that's kind of how they do anime releases, um, nowadays and in the U S and it will be, um, wide in quotes after that. I don't think it's in a lot of theaters, but it will be in potentially across the country. So, um, weathering a few in theaters now and, uh, Makoto Shinkai's last film, your name was a big hit around the world. We talked about it on this podcast. A lot of us love it. So we're very excited to see weathering with you and talk about it now um you can find our years old weather uh your name podcast and a bunch of other um animation coverage at overlyanimated.com search for us on itunes or spotify and our youtube is youtube.com slash overly animated um so we're going to start off in no spoiler territory here if you're thinking about going to see it maybe it's a trek to a theater um you can get our spoiler free takes in the first five minutes here but then we're going to get into spoilers right after that so um, vaguely, uh, spoiler-free overview, Beatriz, what were your thoughts on Weathering With You? Um, maybe I should go last. Okay, okay. I, <laughs> wow. I, wow. I wasn't sure who should go first. So, Alex, who's, what's your, what's your overall Weathering With You takes? Um, I thought it was overall an enjoyable experience. I think that... I'd be interested to hear from the perspective of someone who hasn't watched your name, because I feel like it's impossible, like, if you've watch your name it's impossible to divorce it from that as like a as a baseline situation but like trying not to i mean i'll, I'll say that this movie gets it it leans a lot more on humor than uh, the previous movie which took me a bit by surprise since i wasn't going in expecting that and i think it, it mostly works there there's some duds but like if you're if you're looking for laughs, I mean, weathering with you is certainly aiming for that. It's definitely a, a as as pretty a movie as you'll you'll watch. Lots of the uh, lots of three sixty degree shots to really show off the 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 abilities of uh, technology these days. And it, it, obviously, weather it's it, it's a lot. We'll talk about lots the weather. Of, lots of water. Yeah, yeah lot, lots of rain. Is this the most so, wet like, movie so you've ever seen, Alex? Well, Aquaman is like in the running, you know, <laughs> that takes place in the That's ocean, true. but this is pretty close for an above the surface uh, movie. <laughs> but, but yeah, if, if you appreciate the arts of animation, like there's a lot to enjoy in this movie. Uh, I will say that it it's in terms of story, it starts off a bit slow. I think it picks up by the, by the second half and there are definitely flaws with this movie. Like I'm not going to gush about it as much as i i would have your uh, i did when i first watched your name but there, there's there's good stuff here and i would definitely re- recommend it as uh, as a movie to you know to to be taken along with since uh, it does have its twists and turns and up to you to uh, which twists you enjoy and which you don't but uh yeah i i, I enjoyed this movie overall Okay, I should have went to Alex first. Okay, there you go. Uh, that's that's the <laughs> we'll, we'll see what Beatrice has to say, but I'll go I'll go second because uh, I have a middle. T- I'll be probably be the middle person here. I think this is a good movie. 
uh, weathering with you. Um, I think if you're expecting your name and a movie that's like, I love your name. I think it's so incredible. This Agreed. movie is, this movie is like much worse. I think, um, I still think it's good. It's pleasant. I think that's the main good thing I can say about it. It's, it's like pretty pleasant. Um, best thing is the animation. It's super gorgeous. If you're going to see this movie, see it in a theater. I'm not going to say I'm going to like recommend it overall necessarily, but like it's worth it to see it in the theater because it's so beautiful. Um, I personally like this. I was seeing this movie. Uh, so first half of this movie, I think can be a little rough. I think it starts off in some bad places. I think there's a lot of misogyny going on here. Um, puts you in a bad frame of mind that eventually maybe gets you out of it. I don't know. If people don't care about the sexism, then it's going to be a lot easier to watch this. Um, but, uh, the, I, this is a, this was a good time for me to watch this movie because the, the, this took place in Tokyo and it was like, I was, I was just in Japan a few weeks ago and this was such so amazing to see. Like, this may be the most gorgeous presentation of Tokyo in animation history. I don't know. Like, it's, it's incredible seeing all the, the, the different parts of the city. Um, that was probably my favorite part of it, which is like not related to the story characters or anything. So, um, maybe that's I mean, that, something. That's, that's a big part of it is the look of this. I think that, that, that's a main selling point. Really, I think so. Yeah. That. Yeah. It's like absolutely gorgeous presentation of Tokyo of like weather and skies and stuff. Um, the characters are, are, um, hollow. Uh, they're, fl- they're fine. The story is hollow. It's fine. Um, super sexist. Uh, there you go. That's the, the, and uh, let's, 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 let's see if, uh, Beatrice is as negative as she was hinting at earlier. What did you think, Beatrice? So I think, um, Sure. Uh, the actual visuals of this movie do play a big role. I'm one of these people that can't turn off their minds and just ogle at pretty things. I actually want to engage with what I'm seeing. So that's not enough for me. So yeah, it's a very pretty movie. If you're able to just, you know, kind of gaze off into it and forget about the things actually happening in it, then I highly recommend it because it's very pretty. But uh yeah, it's a gross. It's gross. Yeah. <laughs> it, I think. I think. I think. What really, what what a lot. What the distinction between whether or not you're going to enjoy this movie or not is whether or not you like the main the protagonist. Um, I don't care about him, so I'm not even gonna. I don't. I don't even remember his name. Um, if you care about his journey, if you care about his story, if you sympathize with him, sure. Um. Go, you're gonna have fun in this movie. It's very lighthearted. If you actually want to analyze what he does and think about what he does, then I, you're not, you're just gonna be like, oh, rolling your eyes more than anything else. And, uh, uh I don't know. It felt like, um, again, I don't, I don't want to compare it to your name, but I think one of the reasons your name was successful maybe pr- was allowed to not fall into these kind of misogynistic traps was because. It had two main characters. One was a girl and one is a boy. Whereas with this one, like there is, you are in the mind of one boy. You are following one boy through his story. So I guess um, because uh, the writer director, he wasn't forced to be in the mind of a woman. He was like, well, I'm just going to treat him poorly in this movie because it's fine. You know, I'm just going to give you all this like superficial nonsense and it's going to be great and enjoyable, completely forgetting that women also watch this movie. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I had, this, I had the same exact thought while watching the movie. Is like uh, we sorely need Hina's perspective here. Like, yeah, it uh, would have been saved so much. Um, but it's so. Do you, is it is it like is the misogyny of it your main uh, thing? You're negative on, or is it just also you just didn't connect with what was happening? I think it was also just the fact that I think it's because I just didn't connect with him. I didn't yeah. connect with him, and I think that was the problem. Like even like for like I connected, and this is crazy to say, but I connected more with Hina's younger brother than I connected with him. I and <laughs> you know what I mean? I connected more with him. Yeah, I, I can definitely so, see that. <laughs> um, like, and it's just, I, and I also feel like the movie was just very self-indulgent and very creepy in terms of age and consent mm-hmm. and this weird message. Mm-hmm. And then the, and it's like, there are this, like by the end, once you realize exactly it's even more creepy, and it just—if I felt just felt like it was this was just a very self-indulgent thing, written from—I don't know—it just felt like a, um, uh, I don't know, like a very adult man writing, thinking about that. That's what throws me off. I don't know. There's just this weird sense of just like it just felt like very fan servicey, mm-hmm. which is not what, especially coming off of like my first introduction to the uh to the writer director was more of like that your your name was my introduction to him so i in a way i felt like safe coming into this movie being like all right i'm going to have a good time i don't have to worry about this cuz he's proven that he doesn't he isn't like any like some when it comes to like anime not necessarily animated films but certain anime can be very Fan servicey, very self-indulgent from the perspective of men, and very male gazy. So I wasn't expecting that from him, and the fact that that's exactly what I got was just very disappointing. So I think it was just a lot of things. It was I, I didn't know what the movie was about, so I guess it was just unfair expectation being thrown off by the sexism, and then just completely not caring about the protagonist. I think it was just all of that coming together to just okay. not work for me. Yeah, I think. But yeah, it was very pretty, very pretty. <laughs> Very pretty movie, visually. I think all that's fair. We're going to dive more into the what you were talking about. I agree with almost all of it. Um, so, but in, in spoilers, um, if you, I think like if you watch a lot of like sexist anime, this nothing here is going to be surprise right. you. So, if you are okay with that, which I don't think is the greatest personality trait, but if you're okay with that, then like this is, you'll be fine. Like, go watch this movie because that's the main negative thing about it. Um, but uh, like if you if you're not su- haven't seen a lot of anime and stuff this, and you've only seen your name this might be shocking like I, I don't think it like this the thing is the the Fathom event like had a message from Shinkai in the beginning saying oh I did your name and now this is my follow up like like they primed us for like the comparing it to your name that was not a good yeah idea. so <laughs> I think the normal screenings won't have that but like uh, you know it wasn't our fault completely like we're compar- comparing it to your name like, it, like he came on in the beginning and end right just talking about and, that. and look. The whole reason that this movie is get I mean, not the whole reason, but a big reason that this movie is getting the attention it's getting, like it was being talked about for like Oscar shortlist was because of your name. It was such a big hit. And it was and that kind of put his name out there into the mainstream. It's like, oh, OK, a follow up to like this uh, great movie. So like, uh, yeah, let's see what it, well, if they can replicate it. And, you know. It's hard to replicate a, a, what what some people would deem a masterpiece, and, and here we're seeing kind of the bits. You see bits and pieces of it, but it never totally comes together to what you enjoyed from the first movie. Yeah, but I wouldn't even say it was trying to replicate it, and I wouldn't even say uh, it's I fair would to definitely say it's no. And I, but I, for instance, I wouldn't say like I was expecting it to replicate it. 
like the things that I expected of this movie aren't things that I was that I feel like are asking to replicate your name. I'm like, you know, like for instance, like saying, oh, like I don't want sexism in the movie shouldn't be, oh, that equals to me being like, oh, this isn't your name. It's like, oh, I just wanted a movie that treated women decently, which is, you know what I mean? So I wouldn't go as far as to say like, oh, like because I, it's not your name, I'm angry about it. It's, oh, this is sexist and that's why I'm angry. Like for me, the disconnect is I'm not upset with like my upset with my disgust with the movie isn't because it's not your name it's because of other factors that sure. don't really have anything to do with yeah well yeah name. well we'll get into yeah. him him making your name and and what he avoided there that did, you know didn't avoid stuff yeah okay so um but i will say like i i do think people were primed to think this movie would be good but it's also it's, it's getting widespread acclaim at I saw it having like 98% on Rotten Tomatoes at some point. It's not just like anime fans that are like this. Like critics are, or at least like the critics that'll watch an anime movie, which are kind of a certain type of critic are like very happy. And I, I, a little, to a certain extent, don't really get it. Cause I, I, I do think the movies, like, like I said, not, not really there. Um, but, uh, there, there's definitely a lot of people that are really, really liking this movie. So I don't know. That might be you if you're deciding whether to see it, but, uh, We'll, we'll we'll expand on our on criticisms and things we like uh, heading into spoilers, I guess. Um, so, yeah, if you if you uh, have not seen Weathering with you yet, uh, go see it. Come back. Full spoilers now for the movie starting right now. Um, yeah, I mean, I think let's let's at least for five minutes try to avoid deep diving into the misogyny more because i think that'll come up also with this question which is like what's the favorite favorite and least favorite part of the movie um we to a certain extent covered this but alex you know there, there's a you you cited a few things you you really liked in the movie what do you think is like the standout element? The, you know visuals aside or is there a specific visual or scene or something and maybe the the least favorite scene or or part or aspect um well f- favorite like part of in terms of visuals i mean the 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 three the the 360 degree shots that they he employs a lot in this movie i i, I enjoyed all of them i did see some talk on on the on the internets that there are people who thought it wasn't that great so like i, I get i don't know if that's a consensus thing but like i i enjoyed the the you know experimentation with the animation the, especially like near the near the end of the movie and we get into like the clouds and the sky and stuff so like it you know that that all feels good on top of uh, obviously all the detail they put into the cityscape um i actually enjoy uh hina i i can definitely agree with the fact that they don't give her the depth that she needs but i think that her participation in this is is one of the highlights like i think that she does have a, a bit of a magnetic uh, personality and that's kind of the point of her, of her character. Like the, they are literally calling her a sunshine girl, so that's kind of the point. But like he, she, I, I enjoy when when uh, when she gets to do things, which isn't that often, and when uh, she has the interactions with her brother, that's nice. So Hina, I, I, I enjoy her. Now uh, that I leave. Least favorite parts. Um, I would definitely agree that the main male character is not not that engaging. Um, the gun thing is very weird and out of place in this. Like the the the, at the beginning, like you got him like kind of being an afraid homeless person, and like he's pulling out a gun and get, 
And somehow, like that has to loop into the to the climax, even though it really has nothing to do with Hina. And like that's the part that I care more about. If you want me to care about something in this movie, so like them like worrying about him having a gun and like that that part just felt totally like out of step with the rest of this movie. So, but oh, in general, I think that his side of the story is much weaker than her side of the story. I wish it, there was more focus on Hina because I, I I think that when it focuses on her, it's it's at its strongest. Okay, uh, his name is Hodaka. Um, and Hodaka. Uh, okay, yeah, I will. Uh, I I guess try to defend him later when we go over his character. Uh, the gun, I yeah, I, why is that in the movie? Uh, that was really. Uh, incongruous and not enjoyable, I would say, um, whenever he holds up a gun. Yeah, uh, it's, it's there for artificial tension? I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I feel like, and it's weird, because I think, you know, the the big kind of question and decision, like the biggest, like the pivotal choice that Holoka makes in the movie is, I would rather save you than save Tokyo, right? I would rather save Hina than save Tokyo. Right. Um, that is, that's his choice. So I feel, but I feel like, the instead of actually wanting to engage with that question and have him mull over that question and the angst that comes from that question. And because you kind of see it at the end when he keeps apologizing to the old lady, whatever. Um, and she goes, oh, it's not your fault, even though it, it kind of is. He decide he made this choice and now Tokyo's underwater. Um and instead of kind of really engaging with that question head on and like just kind of the philosophical question of like, would you rather save one person or a thousand or like multiple, you know, instead of engaging with that, they decided to add this weird gun thing so that we, it would kind of eat up time and then we wouldn't have to deal with that. And if, if anything, it was like the way that he's able to save her is relatively simple. The only thing that complicates it is the gun and the police chase because he has the gun. So, in a way, it is kind of it feels artificial, and it does feel out of place. And I feel like it's because of that. It, it, it um, in the and I don't want to use the interview that they had afterward as like, like as a as a kind of a basis as to like to add to things. Because sometimes I feel like people should just take the movie for what it is instead of also getting information from the director. You know what I mean? But he did say in the interview how like. The entire like that that moment when he says, "I would rather have I I would rather have you than a clear sky." Like that moment was because apparently society makes young people be very stifled because of social media. Was his answer to that? So he was like, "So he that, that's wanted a classic him- director's answer." Yeah. So he was movie. like, <laughs> "So he's like, so I wanted him to just shout it out with his desires and not be afraid." And I'm like cool, awesome, why couldn't that have been more the theme of the story instead of this one moment and you could have just taken the gun out? Uh, it was, it that's was more like my I didn't really, I didn't really get that from them. So we saw, we, yeah, there's an interview at the end of the uh, the Fathom event. I didn't stay for it, and uh, so Beatrice oh. can contribute. And I, don't know uh, I, I also stayed for it, and okay. related to this as well, like that there's a, one thing that I wrote down here where he says something along the lines, or, or along with the, that decision, like, I know some people would find this unforgivable, but it's okay if the film is entertaining or something along that lines. And I think that kind like of... just speak- entertaining? Is that what he means? You know, like... Uh- well, like, the point is that Sure, the decision to ruin the world for the, the girl in real life, you'd be like, "What are you doing? You're to you, you don't care about the whole world." 
but it doesn't matter as long as the experience of watching the film is fun and entertaining like it comes to an interesting conclusion and i think that that kind of speaks to what beatrice is saying with like if you want to if if you're in the mood for breaking down the movie and like it's messaging i think that you are going to be disappointed because it is a very superficial movie in terms of that because it, it sort of skirts around the idea of, of climate change and like uh, humans effect on climate and that there's all this talk about the you know the young people used i mean when we were young it was okay and now the young people of today can't are dealing with problems and you can sort of get the message here of like well it's got not really gonna get a fit so just like work it out for your just look out for yourself situation and it's like that's not that Exactly uh, a fulfilling message, but like again, like I think that this movie is not really meant to like it, it skirts around that, but it's not meant to dig into it. Like it, it wants to focus on these two people, but that results in kind of a weak situation when you've got all this world building going on at the same time. Yeah, uh, I mean, I just yeah, I just I just feel like because he he doesn't mention the gun at all in this interview but he goes out of his way to be like I'm curious to see how people react to his decision and I'm like well why didn't you amp up this decision and actually make it the crux of the movie instead of giving us this weird side story about this gun you know right. it's like I mean I guess you can make the argument that like if you want to go real deep in that that the police represents the government trying to keep you, trying to tell you that like we got to save the world and protect it, and that's what they protect the planet, and we have to apply these laws to, to you know to restrict you. And then the the gun represents freedom, which is such a weird thing to say from a non-American <laughs> film. But I guess maybe that's what he was going for. Maybe it's all a metaphor. I don't know, but it's just. If 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 that was what he wants people to react to, it's so strange that he puts so many other things in to distract them from that decision. Um, yeah, you guys are talking a lot about this like uh, climactic choice that he Haudaka uh, makes, and uh, I really just have no thoughts on it because there's <laughs> nothing behind it in the movie. Uh, and yeah, I don't think there's meant well, to be. Well, there much is behind something it. Behind, behind it. Love. Yeah, li- li- yeah. love. Like, vague, vague love themes. Her. Yeah, vague love. themes. Um, yeah, no, it's like, this is like, uh, they're doing the Life is Strange ending, and, uh, except not, except there's, I don't know. So it's like, I don't even know what to discuss. Like, I think you guys just covered it. Uh, there's, there's potential <laughs> things that might be behind it, but, uh, it, it's, it's hard to say this is like a weak point because they didn't, he didn't intend for this to be, uh, super thoughtful, like behind, like, the, what's going on here, but I think, like, there should have been, I think there should have been more um anything behind the end of the movie um but i do think there's some interesting parts we'll get it yeah we'll take a deeper dive in the climate change thing beatrice any other um uh, highlights or lowlights we hadn't mentioned um i felt that the i'm gonna focus on like just visual decisions because a lot of the stuff i want to talk about that low low things i want to talk about are more like deeper dive um did anyone think the the air fish looked like sperm? 
Oh, that's uh, what that's I, that was I, the I take. Okay. I, I, <laughs> a little bit, and I'm thought like, they were a bit like blobby, and it was like, huh, are we are we supposed to think these are fish? But I, okay. I don't know. I feel like they could have done more. Like the when it gets to like the the whale air whale things, I'm like, okay, I see that as like a whale. I can see that. But the little the air fish, I was like, they look like sperm, and she's like being like surrounded by them, and I'm like, this is some sort of visual cue he's trying to really enforce on me, and I'm not <laughs> oh, appreciating no. it. Oh. Uh, I did not have the thought that they were like sperm, but uh, I, you know, it's not the shape is not far off. I don't. <laughs> I'm I'm more just like those fish never paid off into anything. That's my big thought on the fish. Is that, yeah, you know, it's it's kind of there's those things to tweet about apparently. Uh, yeah, okay, yeah, there's nothing to do with the movie. Uh, that's uh, <laughs> I've heard a lot of directors talk about. Uh, but oh yeah, by the way, he was, he was talking about like kids, kids need to be more like decisive and stuff. Like I, this, I've heard Miyazaki talk about this with regard to Whisper of the Heart, and but it, like that like actually applies to the ending of that movie. This I don't, I don't really uh, see, see much happening here. Um, yeah, and it, so uh, highlight we have. Yeah, we talked about it briefly. Overall, I think the, the movie's biggest story or non-visual strength is its humor i think the movie is pretty funny um yeah. it, it helps that we are in theaters full of people primed to laugh at this type of stuff i think it's and good. and that that's my reservation right because like i i agree that uh, it went for a lot more jokes and it got a lot of laughs but at the same time i'm surrounded by people who i know are primed for this yeah Basically, we're saying like, we were I don't, watching I don't with, with weebs who liked the jokes that were happening. Right. Yeah. And, like, I watched Your Name Alone, and I did laugh a couple of times, but certainly not as much as this movie was going for. So, like, I'm not sure if it's actually that this movie is funnier or just that it's going for more obvious jokes and your mileage may vary on if it's actually working or not. But, like, it is definitely more humor-focused. I'll say that. Yeah, no. It, it, yeah. It's it's both more of a comedy than Your Name, and it is it is funnier than Your Name. That, this is the literal one thing I think this movie does better than Your Name. I think I won't give it anything else, but I think it is much funnier than Your Name. But it's all Your Name's not really trying to be that funny. But, can't it, do you, but it's weird because it also swings the other way where I feel like it's more melodramatic than your name yeah like the like, gun stuff and all yeah there's there's right more but weird, even yeah. even just like the reunion between the two of them like all like all these like moments where like they're he's crying and and stuff where with your name it felt earnest it felt earned here it just feels melodramatic so it's it's really strange it's like the pendulum just swings from like being funny to being melodramatic and like a snap and i'm like wait i don't know i don't know what i'm supposed to feel right now um, it didn't really land tonally, I feel, as well. But um, I will, too, well, if we're going to keep with positives, I don't know if we're going to focus on, like, characters, but um, positive, I really liked her younger bu- brother, Nagi, and I really liked um, Natsumi, um, I think that's her name, the the yeah. niece of uh, the guy. So I really liked them, too, and they were more of the more humorous characters, which makes sense why. Because yeah, that's the movie's yep. strength. Yeah, I think I think he, uh, the younger brother, that's what I was gonna say. I think he's the highlight of the movie. Like I think he's so funny. Yeah. He's also like that plot. Everything surrounding him is also like pretty sexist, but it's like for some reason it's much less offensive. I think than anything else in the movie. Like I feel I don't know. Not I saying think, that's definitive, but for yeah. me, like I wasn't really enraged by anything with him, and I just found it very funny. I think it's because he's a kid. I think that's what it is. My defense of Hodoka is also going to be he's a kid. So the, well, the, he's 16. So it's like, okay, boy, like, I don't calm, <laughs> calm down. Whereas this guy, this guy's like, what, he's seven, he's eight. So I'm like, oh, like, this is funny. Hopefully you grow out of it eventually. And if you don't, I'm expecting you to get smacked 
one day by a girl and you'll learn from that. Whereas with this other dude, I'm like, no, like, okay, okay. and also <laughs> I don't see this kid right. literally looking at a woman's boobs when she's sleeping. Right. So, I, don't, I don't think no, he was, yeah, I don't he, know. He, the, see, like, he, he's gets, he gets mad at at one point at then, but like, uh, for the most part, he's presented as respectful, just popular among. Yeah. Women. Yeah. And if anything, yeah. I think the only disrespect is when he's being really bro with, with Hodoka when it's like, dude, you're talking about your sister. Like, Bad what are influence. you doing? Um, That's really weird. He, anyway. he, he, this character is hilarious. Like, this is one of the best gag characters, I think. I, like, I mean, he's there's no depth, right? But, like, I think yeah. there's uh, a, one of the best gag characters I've seen in a while in this this type of movie. So I think that that's a big strength, too. Um, and uh, I don't know. I, th- I think, like, uh, the, the big lowlights are going to be the the, the deeper oh. misogyny talk. But... Oh, oh well, well, before we, like, drift away too much from, from visuals, one, one small negative, I will say, um, does anyone bothered by all the hard cuts to black like i i, I don't know there's something i didn't notice that it, it, it like between scenes like it would just cut to black for like five seconds and then come back to a totally different uh, situation and that happened like five or six times in the movie i'm like come on be a little bit more creative with your transitions <laughs> like you can't it's not a tv sh- a tv show where you just like cut it in the middle of acts but anyway, like for for a movie that's so visually stunning like that was one thing that like stood out just because it felt very off but yeah that one one small complaint um okay yeah and then we can we can talk more about the visuals i don't know i kind of want to talk about uh climate change here yeah. um at the top i feel like that's the most interesting non-super negative discussion to have like uh um what is this movie if anything trying to say about climate change also like the use of like weather it's like weathering with you it's the it's the weather movie. It's a lot of rain, and then eventually there's some snow. I would say, and that's kind of the extent of the weather. There's a lot of she, she, bring, she can do some she, lightning she bolts. Oh, lightning bolts. Okay, you know, stormy weather. Yeah, she explodes um, that truck. <laughs> the sunshine. Yeah, sunshine. She's she she brings sunshine. There you go. Those are the types of weather. Um, this movie. It's it's so interesting. I feel like because it's interesting in how it's not interesting. Like I. <laughs> Clearly, there is this movie is uh, has to be aware that people might be thinking about climate change because this movie ends with Tokyo um, underwater, and that is actually my biggest story highlight. Um, I was like really unimpressed with the story until like the very end when we flash forward to Tokyo being completely underwater. We don't like do anything super interesting once we get there, but I was like, wow, I didn't expect to see this. This is kind of bold. Um, the fact right. that we went to this point and are seeing the effects of this. Um, but the problem is that in the movie, there, there's like a clear reason why this is happening in the movie's mythology, and it's not related to climate change. It's more just like a symbolic interpretation if you're going to interpret it. So it's like climate change is clearly there and presented, but it's also clearly not presented as the cause. I find right. this to be a weird dichotomy. Also, I would say the the weird part as well is that this whole movie portrays it as like a nat- part of a natural cycle. Like even after all of Japan is underwater like that old lady is like well that that's how this was a long time ago so it's fine like we don't really need to worry about it it's not our problem and that's just such a like today like such a weird attitude to have to be blase about about like because again like part the problem is that in this movie it's not necessarily man-made it's more made by one single person who has this power but everyone is just kind of accepting like okay that's just how it is 
See, but I don't think it's made by one person. I didn't well, but, read it like, as her. It's more. Girl, but... No, I don't think it's made by her. It's made. It's like the. It's the situation's happening, and it needs a sacrifice. Like this is something cyclical it's just that, that she didn't get sacrificed. Yeah, right, and that was like it keeps happening. Like it wasn't that. Oh, it's because she's over. She's like taking advantage of it. That it's it's happening. It's getting worse. If anything, it's just it's. It's been looking for a sacrifice and it was rain it's been raining, I think, for a while. At least that's what I read. I don't know if it's that it, it all started because she walked through that that shrine gate. I think I think that just I, I mean again, so all the mythology is like vague, so there's no right answers. Uh, I think that the shrine bestowed the maidenness upon her, but it would have had to have someone had to have been the maiden. I don't think it was like I think like that was a bad thing. Like you know, like that, yeah. maybe, maybe that enabled her to prevent the coming flood or something. I mean, I don't, I mean, in terms of it being something that's been happening for like a long time, it's like something that's has time for, I have, first I have a question, which is are earthquakes or tsunamis, are they considered weather or no? Uh, not, not re- like in the movie or in real, no, not really. in, in, in general, in no, real life. They're, 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 they're natural phenomenon. Because... Because here's the, because of the question, because you know, just historically, Japan's had like a bunch of like volcanoes, uh, earthquakes, tsunamis, typhoons. It's always, it's already, it's like in terms of like weather, it's always been, um, a place that has a lot of turbulence when it comes to that. So, uh, in terms of like natural phenomenon, maybe not weather, but in terms of nature, like making itself like known and like demanding like respect like that's one of the places where it's been very just historically it's always been that way um so maybe that's from the that perspective of like just uh the perspective of just like it's a the people have constantly have had to adapt to nature in a very uh dramatic way um, and a very uh, nature being easily overpowering humans and humans constantly having to adapt to it. I could understand that from that perspective, the kind of weird take of climate change. But I mean, if you're going to like he, he does say and in, in, again in the interview, he does say that he was very much the story. He was very much inspired by climate change and using weather violently versus using it as kind of this. But I, I've always sometimes seen in general, I don't know if he's personally used it violently, but I've seen sometimes it used violently, but I don't know. It's, it's, it, what I mean is it's just, it, 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 I can understand, I can understand it kind of not be like it being about climate change, but not being very overtly like climate change because just historically, but I can also be like, well, there's something odd here and it's weird that they, they, I don't know, they just kind of take this kind of fantastical twist on it without even mentioning the words climate change. And I'm just like, if you're going to make a movie about climate change, maybe you should say the words climate change in it. But that's, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I think it's literally what you said. He's inspired by climate change. That doesn't mean he has really any message about right, it. Right, right. Is, that, is that what he said there. in an interview, that he was inspired? Yeah, he's, that, that, he's yeah. I, I was, like, really struck when you said, like, that's so weird to be inspired by climate change but not have that be, like, a theme or message. I've never <laughs> like, seen that yeah. before. And it's also, like, like oh, he, here's, here's the apocalyptic event happening around me. I'll put that in my movie, but it's not the same. <laughs> like, but it's, uh, it's weird. He said he was inspired by it, and he... In the sense that he wanted to showcase weather being, being violent. But, like, typhoons didn't start from violent ty- climate change. They just got worse. So it's kind of like, but weather has always been intrinsically violent. So I just don't, 
understand the kind of like, oh, it's because of climate change that I want it to be violent. It's like it's I, always I, been. I guess it's, it's just like now- the, the notion that Tokyo may be underwater and in, in like that in 50 years, like inspires him to put Tokyo underwater in his movie. Maybe. Um, and I, I agree that it was very bold. Like I was happy to see that because I a lot of times they'll just like, oh, we solved it or oh, no, like we don't. So, if I mean. And given the trajectory of how society is happening now, I feel like we are going to choose the metaphorical Hina versus the clear skies. <laughs> I, don't want, I, don't want, I don't want Hina to be us and ignore well, what, what, what I is mean, I'm just saying, that's what she is. That's, no, that's, no, what, she, that's what she is. I don't like that. That's the symbolically, that's what it means. No, We're going to choose movie. ourselves instead of choosing the planet. I don't think the movie's trying to say Hina represents us being selfish. I don't know. I don't. I think, but then it's like love is good. But if in that case love is bad, because we shouldn't be choosing that. Like I don't. That's why it's not saying anything, right? Like it's not commenting on this. Okay, don't don't sacrifice your love for an individual for love for the human race. <laughs> it's very individual. It's a very individualistic movie. It's like it could it. Okay, if I were to say this is the anti Princess Mononoke, would you agree? <laughs> well. I think Princess Mononoke got its message across a lot clearer. So, <laughs> so I'm just saying, like, it's 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 not necessarily it's superficial, not really engaging with environment, even though that's what it is about. I, I, I guess I think the anti Mononoke would have like an anti environment take, like uh, you should, I you guess should it destroy would be, the forest. I don't yeah. think this movie is being anti. But you can make the argument that because it's superficial and not taking things seriously when we should be but taking things bad, seriously, yeah. that is anti. Yeah, I think that's fair. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 just it's hard to like. I guess so. I guess you could say that. Um, yeah, he made an individual, a selfish individual choice, like the wealthier making by not addressing climate change. Um, but the problem is, it's just portrayed so positively, and all his <laughs> like Shinkai's like number one thing is romantic melancholic reunion coming together like that can't be bad in his movie like that's that it's a given that that is good so that he took an action to get to that point is a good thing like i don't think he's trying to portray that as bad well i mean you do, but he does you do see holoka feeling guilty afterward like you do see him apologize even though people are like well it's yeah. not your fault so like, you do feel he, some he, sort of like he, he puts a little bit there yeah he, he does but he does slightly but it's like it's so fast and it's it's not during his like and it's it's interesting i think it's because when he's making that choice he doesn't think twice about it and i think that's or it's like i think that's why there is a very lack of like negative light because you don't, he doesn't really think about like, oh, this is what's going to happen. Oh, or, oh, this might happen. If, if the water, I don't think they ever said, oh, if it keeps raining, Tokyo is going to be underwater. So it kind of gives this, it, it just gives this image, this idea that he acted out of love. He didn't, but he didn't know what the outcome was going to be. He just thought the sky was always going to rain. He didn't think Tokyo was going to be underwater. If I guess, does that make sense? I don't know. I don't know what. Like, I agree. It is. He doesn't really engage with it. I'm just trying to understand maybe that's why, because he doesn't really, there isn't kind of any sort of um, deliberation over the, over the choice he makes, I guess. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's fair. He's not like saying like, I choose Tokyo to be flooded. It's just like, it'll keep raining. Um, yeah, I do think there's some stuff in the last like three to five minutes 
Like, and, like, and that really is the best part of the movie for me because, uh, you see that striking visual of after seeing Tokyo so beautifully presented throughout the entire movie, right. seeing it so drastically changed is like hugely affecting. Like, yeah. I, 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 I really, I think this movie would be like maybe actively bad if it didn't have that ending, but like that ending really improves things for me. Right. Um, and, and yeah, there is a little, like, yeah, there's some stuff at the end with, with, uh, with what, uh, Hodoka talks about um nothing to form a coherent view that the movie's taking or anything and I, and I it, like you know it doesn't it's not a, it, they don't say it's about climate change so like they like it can't there can't be a view it's taking about anything because it it's not really what it's about but um at least there's like vague themes and I do think they're intentional like I definitely think he's he's trying to kind of comment on some something around this but he is not trying to comment anything specific yeah and I think that that's kind of the thing that the main part of this movie is the love story and the weather is kind of treated like a backdrop or background. So like try, trying to mind. It's called weathering with uh, you. I mean, with sure. weathering with you, the love part with you. Yeah, there are many. There have been many misleading titles in the history of film, Dylan. So, should we talk about the love story? Like, I didn't. Well, I didn't the, find that largely affecting. And that, I think that's the problem: is that if you don't buy into the love story, then this movie isn't good because I think that it hinges on that. I would say that while I was watching it, overall, like I. I sort of buy that like Hodaka and Hina fall in love more on Hodaka's side than Hina's side, but like eventually Hina comes around because that's just how these rom-coms work. And so like, and they end up being kind of cute together and stuff. So I eventually got around to like buying into that. And, but at the same time, like there are a lot of negatives to mine in terms of like Hodaka being kind of a jerk, Hina not demonstrating enough, like not being allowed to display enough personality to figure out like why Hodaka would be into her. So like if you if you are on the negative side of this, then there's not enough in the rest of the movie in terms of like the weather lore or like the other characters. There's not enough there to enjoy because I think that they're hinging so much of it on the relationship between Hodaka and Hina. Yeah. I mean, all of his movies are like that. They're, they're all inherently, they're going to be about the couple to the. Right. And like, I think Taki Mitsuha were Amazing couple. much more wonderful. Com- were the, that great couple, much more compelling characters. So yeah. like I, that, that that's a downgrade. And so that's a big part of this. Yeah, that's my thing. Both both of them are not are they're just they're just very generic. Both of these characters and nothing they do is particularly like I don't feel their bond to to like I I do think they're they're cute and the ending of the movie is cute, but it's like not because of them specifically. It's just like the movie's like telling a love story and you know you have to buy into it a, a little bit, but I don't I don't think the movie does anything particularly great with them. And you're right, I do think that's a big reason why it's it's not as effective as as your name or other movies. And I think I think the and I think the one of the issues and I think that's why, for instance, with Holika not being at, for me as compelling and him failing to like get me to sympathize with him makes it work that much makes the failing of the movie that much more striking for me because he does have agency in the movie somewhat like he does make a big choice at the end like he's he it's his decisions him deciding to run away whatever all these things like he. These are things that he decides to do. The only real decision that Hina decides is when she first walks through the the shrine in the beginning of the movie. And instantly it's seen as a mistake. It's seen as a, 
oh, now I'm going to be sacrificed because for this. I think uh, he. I think Hina decides to sacrifice herself. I think that. I think. I mean, yeah. We don't I guess see it from her perspective. We see it from his perspective. Like she got, and then her like choice is undone. Like her agency. But is does she, by... okay? But does she sacrifice herself, or is it that the weather just takes her? Because there are a lot of instances where the weather literally just lifts her up. Yeah, my from interpretation the is she like left at night in order to be. She knew she'd be taken, so she went outside in order to like sacrifice herself by being taken or whatever. But yeah, I mean, it's not clear. So, so, I mean, I, but yeah, so I'm, I, I feel like maybe that's it. It's like, okay, if you're only going to give one of them agency, make sure it's the one I'm going to care about. And it, that didn't happen. I think so that's why even more so it didn't work in terms of just their, them. I'm like me get not getting invested in the love story. It's like, okay, well, the one character that you really do need to connect with, it just didn't happen. Yeah, I mean, I think Horika is like a generic anime protagonist, but I mean, I I don't think Hina is much better. I think she's very bland as well. Oh, um, for sure. I but I think her being bland is because she doesn't have any agency and she's yeah. not really explored. Whereas with him, he's bland, and I'm he's like, given okay, more well, you chances. do have agency, yeah. <laughs> and I still find you bland. So I'm like, I'm a little bit more forgiving for not connecting with Hina as much. And uh, now I'll I'll say that there's like small pieces that I, I latched onto with Hina, like her whole thing of, of being the the older sister having to take care alone of her of her brother, and like they have this little house together, and she she's being like uh, there there was there was something there. So like I, I I agree that overall she's bland, but like there there are like bits and pieces you can latch onto. Like also Horaka, like at the beginning of the movie, like he he's running away from what we presume is some kind of unfortunate family situation, and he's struggling to get by, and so he, he like stumbles into all this. There, there's there's something to root for there, depending on your point of view. So like there 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 is stuff there, but I I would I would agree with anybody who says that's not enough for them. The the, the, the main thing is they both are like have tragic pasts, and that's what they're. Like he's running from a situation he didn't like. Hina's mom died. Um, yeah, but but like, who cares? I don't know. It's it's like uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's what the mo- I didn't latch on to that too much. Yeah. Okay. We'll we'll t- go more into the we can like, go over everyone again in a little bit. Um, let's take the deeper dive into the sexism of the movie. Um, I think we did a fair amount already, Beatrice. Let me present to you my interpretation. I, basically, I'm gonna re-say what you were saying and you tell me if you agree okay like uh uh i i think this is like a big male fantasy this movie like and this is a lot of anime but um this is a very uh male perspective uh male fantasy that we're living out through hodaka running away to the to the city and finding this this uh this beautiful girl who uh he's look. he's sad the stupidest part of the movie he's sad in a mcdonald's all day and so she comes out and brings him a big mac and that's their meet cute um but it's like this is like such he's not he's not doing anything to meet someone he's just sitting there like i don't know like all of this and it gets worse at then but um like and it's like oh you're older than me and like uh, oh so uh to get to get into the ages thing because I think Beatrice was talking about that it's so creepy when you it's it's like oh she wasn't eighteen she was fifteen um, and it's like it's like the movie was trying to like present her as desirable and then by and then like have you feel okay with it in the beginning and then also like creepily imp- creepily prey on other impulses like I th- that's my I, that's, I guess that's the best way I can say this. Like, I think that's like the what, what's what's happening with this perspective. It comes across so creepy. Um, 
and uh okay other other things uh every, the two there's two main female characters they're both presented um sexually to begin with um there's natsumi who we meet by main character like staring at at, at her boobs and yeah. uh, she's asleep cla- that's classic anime um and uh the I I don't I'm, I don't want to like the takeaway that to be like oh Hodoka you know it's the it's the it's the writer's fault like you know like this is uh, the perspective of the movie but the, the Hina stuff like and then the next time we see Hina after the Big Mac incident is uh, she's about to sell herself like uh, like or at least work in a sketchy club it's on it's ambiguous but um, that's gross especially when later we learn how young she is but regardless like that's one of the main and and he's like rescuing her from yeah the damsel in distress this life of sex work like oh my god <laughs> so <laughs> terrible how do you how does he know not to not know to avoid that like that's the worst one for me um it, it's it's just this this huge and we never see her perspective it's all his his perspective on this and that's a complicated thing with Hina's cuz she's just a figure of male fantasy but you like she's like likable and still to the extent that the movie gives her any sort of like agency on her own, I think she's rootable, but it feels complicated to say you like this character because I do think she's just this, this product of, of the male gaze. Um, a lot of this can be applied generically to anime. Um, I will say, um, that doesn't make it better. And I think it like explains maybe where the movie's coming from. To some people, all of this is kind of normal in a lot of animes. Um, but a movie of this import following up on what's going to go down is one of the, you know the the, be- the best movies from Japan of this period. Um, indulging these impulses, I think, is pretty unforgivable. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with mo- with everything you said. I'll just add that the fact that there's like a reveal at the end that she's 15, whereas like, okay, so now, for instance, like if a 18 year old, like if an adult, an 18 year old, I don't know what, I think, actually, I think the age of consent, I think over there is 21. I'm not 100% sure on this. Maybe 20, but, or maybe it's younger. I don't know. Um, But like, I'm just going by like here, it's 18. So it's like, all right, you're, everyone in general, you're considered an adult at 18. So it's like, all right, well, she's making a choice to work at this place because of this and suddenly he saves her despite her being like no no this is what i i plan to do this this is what i'm choosing to do and then he's like no i'm gonna save you and take you away from this dangerous situation and it's like okay cool dangerous situation awesome but now she's 15 so it's like oh he saved a he saved a young girl from this he's now seen as a hero once again her agency for this decision she makes is even more removed and it's like i think for me it's like what really bothered me was the the shot that was created by when when she remove when she opens up her robe and oh, she yeah, shows him too, like yeah. because it's not even like okay it's not even from the perspective it's like it's literally like first person perspective you're seeing her open her robe to you and that's some that is one of the things that makes me think like okay Holika is not a character. He's a self-insert. He's a self-insert for the male viewer. And he's seeing this girl who we later find out is a 15-year-old, like literally like disrobe herself in front of you. And it's like, and that scene for me, like, like that was, mm, that already made me like a little bit nervous simply because of the way they constructed that shot. Because they could have just done it like from far away, giving clearly he's still in the frame and she's doing it for him and whatever. And it's clearly for Holoka and not for the viewer. 
And then maybe it would have been less creepy, but because it was a first person shot, that made it really, really creepy. And then the fact that she's 15 and you learn that later, that means that feels so gross. Yeah. And it's like, oh, and not only that, but like throughout the entire movie, there have been drops of like, there's this one random guy that literally, literally when the police stop him, he goes, I didn't know she was that young. And it's like, wait, what are you talking about? Already it's like making a joke out of men preying on young women and like are underage women rather. And that's gross. And it's, it wasn't just like a throwaway line. This is like, literally there's a, a entire plot point and reveal dedicated to, Oh, she's actually younger than she said she was. And that's disgusting to me. <laughs> like that to me, I'm just like, Ugh. and something that's like very anime is this a woman wakes up to see this dude looking at her boobs and she just makes a joke out of it and is constantly it becomes a point of humor where it's like instead of her just being like dude creepy like literally the one moment uh, like that I love the most of the movie is when um the Natsubi's uncle tells her that who what what Holika thought she was and then she goes like dude, that's so, that's weird. That's creepy. Like, I'm not his mistress. And then he goes, oh, sorry, I didn't know you were related. And she's like, that's not what, that's not the problem. The problem is that you thought I was like, that I was a mistress and that's not an okay thing to be. So it's like this, it was like a whole, oh yeah. Yeah, just, it, it was, it's very icky, the movie in that sense. Like all, again, not an excuse, but like very much, this, like, I stopped watching anime for a reason a lot a long time ago and then having to watch this movie and just be like reminded of why it's like I didn't want to I didn't want to watch that if I knew that going in I wouldn't have watched the movie personally yeah you um, don't expect it, it after your name that's the yeah thing. if I can just interject quickly with the hotel room scene the problem there addition on top of everything that you said Beatrice is that there is a way to frame that as a a serious moment because like that's when she's she's like revealing that she's turning into like water that she's disappearing and like the you know in the hands of someone else i could totally accept that shot being like okay look i'm showing you like th this is what's happening to me but because it gets turned into a sexual joke it loses any sort of it, it like it loses gravitas that you could easily have at that moment and that's why i kind of pushed back earlier on dylan saying that this is a funnier movie because i think like half of the jokes in this movie are of the sexual nature and usually a lot cruder than you'd uh, you'd hope for for this kind of a movie so like the, that those were especially the parts that fell flat for me and the rest of the audience was giggling a lot so oh, yeah, yeah so so that's why like uh, i'm not sure that this is a funnier movie because like it, it inserts that kind of sexual stuff in places where it doesn't need it and it could it could be a more thoughtful movie because there's so much potential there and it just kind of uses it up in a lot of these interactions um fair yeah i wanted to yeah uh, but i keep mentioning your name being better i do think your name was also like a little bit sexist in parts of course so i don't want to like frame it as uh this this pinnacle um right. but it was nothing for me that like approached this um yeah the re-upping the 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 hotel scene um yeah, I think that's supposed to be a serious, and I like, and it does come across that way, like a serious scene about like that. But the problem is, it's also trying to like. There's this general gaze of Hina of her being like this desirable 
person and that is like the most like sexual thing that is is happens with her and um like on its own bad um and then also with the the age reveal much worse and um it's 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 just very like like it, it's presented artistically but it it also because of the general perspective of the movie comes across like still sexually and like badly predatorily etc um and yeah the age thing um like i genuinely think the point of re- revealing that like they, there could be like it, it, the movie could have gone differently where it's like it's it's subversive at the end it's like oh i didn't she was so young and all this and then it changes it changes uh Horika's perspective on everything and he's taken down a peg but none of that really happens yeah and um, again like a part of this as well is that in the movie it like it sort of deals with the fact that like she she has to pretend to be older in order to get jobs in order to support her 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 brother because that's the way that society works and that would be fine but because we sprinkle all the sexual stuff in here it adds a very gross angle to it that i don't want to think about when you could totally have a a serious societal discussion about people who need to have who need to fake their way through things to get jobs in order to survive like there is something there but because of the other stuff that happens in this movie you can't look at it just like that and I mean, yeah. I, yeah, sorry, but I mean, I do want to say like, it's like the a romance between a 16 year old and a 15 year old isn't a problem. The yeah. problem is the way it's framed in the story where it's like, it's a first person shot. Whenever you see uh, like a male gazy shot of her, it's from a first person perspective. It's not from, it's no longer from Holika's perspective. It's suddenly it's from the audience's perspective. And that's what's creepy. Like there are ways to frame a shot and suddenly it be all about Holoka and Hina like fight like fight like connecting but like the movie multiple times does not do that it goes out of its way to make it seem like it's you the viewer who are the camera aka you the male looking and being and being the gaze of the camera so that's that's the problem that is inherently a problem and it's and it has there are a lot of things that Hodoka does that are sexist and misogynistic, sure, but the 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 way that she's portrayed has nothing to do with Hodoka and everything to do with the direction of the movie. Yeah, yeah. On its yeah, even even with her fifteen, Hodoka Hina is is we're not yeah that's fine. Um, but uh, although you know you can argue like these age differences are very big at, at right ages, right you yeah. can make so the argument yeah argument. totally. But 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 regard you know regardless it's it, that's not necessarily the point. It's that this this young these young people are being presented at any sort of sexual nature by adults making the movie like that's it's 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 about the the perspective of the movie as i think we've been saying a lot i think alex is right about the intent with the age reveal like it's supposed to be like she's had to work so hard to get by and like yeah i think that's probably the intent but like the main thought in terms of the sex in the movie i think because of everything that precedes it is it's like it's also indulging this this young young girl desirable thing that japan has right like like i feel like it also is trying to indulge that i mean i don't know if it's that i guess it's not intentional but that's how it comes across and i think that's a huge reason why it's just so gross like for me at least when i was watching that i mean Um, yeah uh, sorry to interrupt you um but just one more thing it's also like of that reveal it just like what is the purpose of the reveal to make you think 
oh, like she's even like, oh, she's even more protectable. She, oh, poor child. Mm. She was like, it really emphasizes oh, this poor girl, this poor young girl. She's 15. So she's even more delicate and we must be protected. You know what I mean? Like that was the point of the reveal. Like he even, he starts sobbing is because he's like, wow, she was even younger than she is. And that makes it all even more heartbreaking. And it's like, I like, you know, it's at that point where it's like, it really is emphasizing, um, like, oh, look at this, like, demure, per- like, poor young girl who needs to be, who needs, like, a strong man to protect her. And it's very gross. Um, yeah, I agree. It's, it's like taking away the adultness that was kind of presented as power in the beginning. And the further taking away of power slash adultness is, like, a clearly appealing to some people. And the movie plays into that and bad. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. I think that's, that's a good take on the, on all of this in the movie. It's, um, for me, yeah, I, I felt like, um, a lot of this was in the beginning and the hotel thing was at the end and the reveals at the end, but, um, the, the introductions, the characters left me in like a bad place with the movie and then it like slowly started to cloud of it. But, um, I don't know. It's, 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 it's the, the biggest negative for me, but, uh, well, and to, to a lesser extent, but like a huge, a huge part of why the first half of that movie, we, we, I think we all agreed is kind of slower than the second half. A lot of that is just Horaka like using, uh, using him as like a business proposition. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, sure, it, it tries to give across that this is a mutual thing, but it definitely at the same time, like, like I got the feeling of we're, we're kind of using her for business, this like special power and like that drags on and it feels weird. So like that, that's just, I mean that there yeah, we've in, in discussed more serious issues, but yeah, like that, that also that doesn't help. Yeah, no, no. Yeah. We don't get her perspective on it and see, have her have agency. I will say, um, and this will hit on a few of the broader points, uh, to talk about soon is one of my favorite parts of the movie is actually during the, the sunshine girl part. There's a, there's a montage of probably set to the rad, Radwim's music of her just doing sunshine girl jobs across Tokyo. And I think this is like the movie at its best because, um, you know, not really stories or characters are important. It's like, uh, the visuals of Tokyo, the, uh, the animation, the music on full display. Uh, she went to like a bunch of different parts of Tokyo. Like I'd just been doing that was like really amazing to see. And, uh, just, just seeing every, everything presented so, uh, gorgeously in the city. Um, there's like, also there's like tons of broad shots of Tokyo. Um, you see a lot of the Tokyo Tower. You see a lot of the Tokyo Sky Tree. Um, and, uh, felt, you know, felt like Miraculous Ladybug seeing the Eiffel Tower looking thing all the time, right? Um, and, uh, it's, it's, it's like, you know, I think there's parts of the movie that really play into that. That, that scene to me, that montage was like this movie's version of the montage early on in Your Name. I think see them, seeing them body swapped living their lives, I think is what it was. That was one of my favorite parts of that movie. Um, I think it's like less successful, of course, but, um, there, there's, there's, there's appeals like that, I think, in in this movie. There's like moments like that. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't have too many other comments on her. Her as the sunshine girl. That's a big part of the movie, plot wise. Um, I, I guess while we're, on, I mean, sort of on the topic of plot, like very early on, like we get that um, that scene where they're interviewing the mystic lady, and the lady kind of just lays out the plot for you for the rest of the movie. <laughs> it's like, hey, look, there's a weather girl, right? But if she does weather too much, she's going to disappear. And so we're like stuck with that for like an hour until we get to the point where she's beginning to disappear. And it's like, okay, 
like I, I know the story is going here. Let, let's get there. So I'm just saying that they, they, they showed their hand a bit too early in that, that whole sequence. I wasn't paying attention too much to what any of that. They had a, yeah, they had a montage of people talking mysticism and stuff, and I was a little tuned out. But it was uh, yeah, yeah. The point is like, oh, all that was true. I guess okay, sure. I guess uh, what's the more uh, is the moral that uh, like uh, palm reading and stuff and all you know, all this uh, is is, is so true. The moral is that in this universe, you can control the weather. Um, yeah, weather. That's the. The, yeah. uh, the movie. Um did did the did the music take you guys out in the movie at all? Um uh, uh, like like the score or the songs? No, the songs. The I felt like the they need I felt like they shouldn't have put songs in the movie. I think they should have oh, just kept I, it scored. I think that, that that's one of the strong points of this movie. Like especially at the end when they're do when they they're falling through the sky together and there's that rock song playing. Uh, I I, I love that combination going on. It felt very, uh, very climactic, even if the story itself does not get there, but the music helps a lot. And I, I think overall uh, the, the music works in this definitely works a lot better in your name because y- your name has a similar style, like rock music during montages and stuff. But like it, here, it, it, at least to me, it was fine too. It, it feels, it does feel less natural in this movie, like in, naturally integrated, I think, than in your name. And it is, it's the same band, Radwims, that does the music for both movies. Um, and I, they have a few songs, I think, that I, I appreciated it because I, I, I was looking for, like, like things to latch onto. And, and I think, they, but yeah, it, it didn't, it did feel a little more jarring, I think. Yeah. What about what about the cameos? Are we going to talk about them? We can, okay, we can talk about the cameos oh, okay. now. So can, can, we, I, can I say that I was very confused at why people were clapping at a random <laughs> character? Oh yeah, yeah. The, the, were people? I guess people knew the cameos were there, but uh, yeah, I don't think they were like super obvious that that Ta- Taki and Mitsuha are in, are in the movie. Mitsuha's I mean, the, I think if you know the jewelry lady and Taki's like the 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 son of one of the guys they visit, the old people they visit, or something. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like. I think if you watched your name like right before the movie, then it is kind of up, especially talking because they, he's just like pans up and he's like the main thing in the shot. And they're like, yeah, it's like an obvious applause moment. But if I don't remember what he looked like, <laughs> then there's a problem. I mean, I, I will say maybe it's for me who hasn't seen your name in like a year and a half. I wouldn't if if they hadn't. If I didn't have an audience with me that that was gasping when he came up and when she showed up, then I wouldn't have noticed. I wouldn't have cared. I w- honestly, it would have pl- f- like passed me by. But then because of the crowd reception of it, and then I was like, all right, so she's going to show up later probably. Mm. <laughs> so then I was like, all right, where is it? And then they kind of do this weird sort of like they're not going to show her face, but they're going to show her like ribbons and her hair. And I was just like, no, just show her. Like it, it took me out. I was like, I don't, I didn't need a cinematic universe of your name. And <laughs> but by, by the, the way, so the, the, they're all, happening. The, the, this couple is also around when Tokyo drowned. Right. I think I think Mitsuha has had her home destroyed twice. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! Yeah, I don't. That shouldn't be canonical in your name. Um, yeah, <laughs> I, 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 I didn't watch. I didn't rewatch your name before this, so I, I also I wouldn't have noticed unless they because I heard the people cheering. I was like, oh, I guess that's what that is. Yeah, that, that had the same reaction. Um, yeah, it's unnecessary. Why is why are they here? There's no reason. Yeah, and uh, apparently, according to the interview. Yeah, and apparently according to the interview, this happens before they meet up at 
the end of your name before their reunion uh, at the end of your name. Okay. That's when this right. story takes place. So, so everybody, when that next time you watch your name, know that by the time they meet up again, Tokyo is underwater. <laughs> Bad. I don't want that. Okay. <laughs> Let them Your be happy in the non-global warming water. universe, okay? Like that, Possible. we can pretend. Possible. So, uh, we don't need your name, too. This is your name, too. I do think it's similar. I do, like, it's different, but, um, you know, I, it, the problem is all his movies are uh, have the ending. We can talk about the ending where they, oh, my God, they're one of them. There wasn't stairs. I think it was just a hill this time. It's like one of them's below and one of them's above. Yeah. And they look at each other. But one of the best parts about this movie is they don't just look at each other and it ends. They actually like embrace, right? Like they have a moment. Yeah. They do. That's, that's, he, he, he restrained himself a little bit. Like it doesn't end on them glancing at each other. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. I think that's that. Do, do they kiss? I don't remember. What do they do? I, I don't or? think they kiss. I think they just hug. And you know how like she, when she first met him, she like touched his like face a little bit. Well, in this one, she touches his face again. So it's like, okay. it, it's a lot more intimate than the glance. I don't know. I still think the glance from your name is much better done. But again, it adds to the self-indulgence of the movie. It's the, just- the glance, the glance is five centimeters per second, of course, ends the same. Like it's, this is like the tropey. Uh, it's, it's like, it's like already an anime thing is the movie ends with two, the couple glancing at each other from a distance, but like Shinkai is like co-opted it. I feel like it's like his thing. Like, so, um, like the, your name, I don't know. I don't, I need to rewatch it, but it's like, uh, it, it's tip, it's typical. It's the downside. And this, but at least he, he's doing something slightly different here. Um, yeah. Past it. I, I think a key ingredient here is that your name has the all important thing of, will we ever be able to be together? Whereas here, like, they know each other from the very beginning of the movie. You know, it's a, it's a boy, it's a girl. They're going to be together. So that kind of, you know, it's, it's missing an ingredient in the soup. Your name had a better soup. Yeah, your name, they're like, uh, torn apart by actual stuff like this this movie like I, I didn't understand why he didn't find her earlier you know he's just embarrassed i don't like uh is it was just social like things reasons why they weren't together in the three years like they easily he could have just gone i guess he was limited to the island he was in legal trouble that was the that was the reason uh but i was like okay this is weird that they haven't seen each other in this long that's how i felt but um no, no, no. Anyway, yeah, I, I appreciated that they did. He did something different then. Um, other scenes, uh, I think the probably the the we haven't mentioned. We uh, I think Alex mentioned, but the I think the 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 big highlight tentpole scene, um, at least intended to be the tentpole scene, is when Hodaka goes to get her back after she sacrificed herself, and he like goes to the top of the sky, and they like find he like finds her, and they fall through the sky together. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's the, 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 I think probably it's the highlight for me. I mean, I wasn't as into it as similar, like hugely climactic emotion, but I do think it was really well done. Yeah. yeah, again, like, I, I think this depends a lot on your connection because it's like these, uh, Horika is finally gets to see Hina again and they're like holding hands as they're falling through the sky. It's like, it would, in a vacuum, it's romantic. But uh, at the same time, if you don't care about these people, then it's like, okay, okay whatever. Yeah, I so, mean, I didn't care, yeah. but I still, like, it was gorgeous and emotional, I think, regardless for me. Yeah, yeah. And I, I, I think the music helps a lot in that scene as well. So, like, that's another piece of it. Uh, for me, it's very reminiscent of Spirited Away um, with uh, them in the air with his, the, the dragon stuff. Um, I feel like it was... 
how building off of How dare you to... compare this to the beautiful Spirited Away? Like, I mean, no, like, do look, not that's... insult Spirited Away with this. I'm, I'm saying I think he's trying to do that scene. Like, I, I, I don't uh, know if that's successful or not, but. It, uh, I don't know who was talking, but in the subtitles, there was a, somebody who said the phrase Spirited Away, and I was just like, hee hee. Oh, someone said Spirited Away, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, we all watched it subbed, right? We should have said yeah. that in the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, someone said Spirited Away. Uh, no, yeah, I, I think this is like uh, the Spirited Away influence, but no, it's a worse scene, and obviously this movie is like so much worse, but um, I, I think that's probably still still a highlight. Um, but I also felt, but like the thing is, I also felt like this was supposed to be like the big moment, and I was it like, is. oh, I was like trying to embrace it as it was. I, first, I felt like, okay, it's a big moment, I'm supposed to be into this, and then I like started to catch up to it. That was my, that was my experience watching that. <laughs> Um, <laughs> I don't know. It's just, it is yeah. It's, that that's part of like the the tropiness of the love story and how it's all kind of similarly. Um, I get that. I guess that's the Kotawara Doki scene of this movie from Your Name when they're like uh the the Twilight scene in Your Name when they're uh like on opposite planes or so and finding each other. Um, which is like one of my favorite scenes ever. And this this scene is like uh not that, but it's still good. <laughs> I'll say that. Um, other, well, okay. So, can someone explain the opening scene in the movie to me? Um, you don't—they're not supposed to understand it at the time. But looking back, what happened in the beginning? What's the first thing that happens? Uh, uh, I want through the shrine. No, she, it's like with her mom. He—he he no? was in the. Wasn't he in the hospital? And he was like, uh, like we we only us only we knew about this. And uh, was it right in the end? Uh, I don't know. And there's I... cool visuals happening. I didn't think he was in the hospital because he was on a boat. He was he was, on the boat? Okay, he was just on the boat. Yeah, in that he scene. wasn't there with that scene, which which in in hindsight kind of goes like, okay, well, guess she told like she, I, I don't. That's so that was that like, was just her becoming. It started the with her versus okay. him when he's the protagonist and he wasn't there to see that happen. But I guess I don't know. I felt like he had narration. I, I guess he was talking about something else, or he was talking. From, I guess he was talking the, about the story. He was talking, overall. or he was talking from the future. Yeah, he was. Yeah. Uh, okay. Okay. I was confused. Yeah. Uh, I, I think the moral of this is that why is Hodaka the narrator of this movie? <laughs> like, I don't need a narrator. Or let Hina explain her side of the story, please. Or just, okay, you know, have, include her in the narration. Have them both be narrators. Yeah. yeah. Let, let's close quickly running through the characters on this. Okay, here's the, the defense of Hodaka is that he, he's a kid and, um, he doesn't do anything super offensive, I think. Uh, like he's this, like he's, he's, like the, 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 I'm not mad at him when I'm, I'm mad at like the movie watching it, you know? Um, I, I feel like he, he's, his biggest defense for me is he is uninteresting. Um, but I, I don't know if he does, nothing he does was, uh, the worst thing he said, he, like, he said one thing to her, he's like, she's like, uh, would you, do you want the rain to stop? And it's like, oh, you're an idiot. Just answer no to this question. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> other than that, uh, I, I, like, I was like, okay, stop being a perv, but, uh, I don't know. It's an anime kid. The, the, maybe that shouldn't be an excuse. Um, I, I, but I didn't, you know, find him super interesting. So maybe it's not that big of a defense of, of, okay. Yeah. I think we've talked about the downsides. Okay. Uh, you know, uh, we've talked about her. Uh, I think, I think like uh, her and her brother, how about that? Their dynamic. I think that's good. I think her taking care of the brother, the brother, like, uh, helping her with the business and being in the costume. I think that's really nice, cute and funny. Um, I think, uh, they have, they have some moments. That's good. So there's some, some depth to her character. I think it's just like, uh, my main reaction was we're sorely lacking, uh, her perspective on anything. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if if, if the st- I, I don't like when 
movies give us like a titular character because the movie is called like the weather in Japanese. It's the weather child. Like thank you, Noko, or like weather. I don't know if it's child, weather child girl or weather, child. So yeah. weather child of the weather. So it's like, okay, so it's her. She is the child of the weather. Why isn't, why, why, why isn't she the focus of the movie? You know? Yeah. I guess the English title fixes that. It kind of puts yeah, it Yeah. It kind of makes it, cha- it kind of fixes <laughs> it. But as someone who knows, who can read it, I'm like, okay, that wasn't all right. Um, so there's that, but um, I guess, I don't know. I'm, I'm trying not to get too mad at it, but there it is. That yeah, going going in with that title, you might ex- the Japanese dub, you might expect it to be more about her, and it was yeah. not. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Suga is the uncle. Um, there, we, the, his, his business. Um, he he saves uh, Horika's life in the beginning. Um, I think he the, he is a subplot with his daughter and trying to like become a better person to see his daughter again. There's not a lot there, but I think this was one of the more effective, emotionally effective parts. Yeah, I loved him. He was great. I was like, I care more about you than Hodoka. I care more about you uh, and yeah, your I family than Hodoka and Hino. If it weren't for Hino's brother, I wouldn't really care as much about her either. So, like, yeah, I, I kind of care more about him, him and his daughter than than about the main couple. Yeah, take <laughs> yeah. Uh, I I do want to ask though. It's a weird thing where he can't see his daughter because it's raining he's only allowed to see her when it's sunny because then they can be outside so like at the end i i think that they were trying to go for some kind of conflict where he he doesn't want to let hodaka go because he knows he's not going to see his daughter again but like it doesn't do enough to display that but like i got this as they're trying to like insert some conflict and it doesn't really work but anyway, I'm just saying it's a it's a strange dynamic he's got going on where like he's dependent on the rain not happening in order to see his daughter. It's tragic in a way. I think I, it did work. I think him saying the whole guy like you need to go. I'm in a I need to focus on getting my daughter back, and I can't have the police like asking me questions about a kidnapping when I'm trying to win a custody battle. So I was well, like, that uh, is I'm, very. Compl- I, meant, I was like all for it. I, I, I didn't I, get I, the I meant, wet, I meant so at, I, the, at the very very end like when we're having all the gun battle and stuff and like he's initially trying to stop him from going up there and then like he's he eventually like lets go of it but like i, I so like there but i i guess with all the guns well, when stuff, when did yes. you get the when did you get he can't see because can't see the daughter because of the weather because he of the, because it, of the he asthma. Does it, and he says it he says oh i can't see her when it rains outside right and um, that's how and that's how he finds out about um Holoka's second job i think it's because he asked the weather the sunshine girl to come yeah, i thought he just wanted day. a nicer day to improve the day with the no no it was so he could see her like he says well, I, I i feel like there's like uh, what i well, the main thing i got was that he he like he was like a degenerate and that's why he, like he didn't have custody you know like i think his uh, he's trying to improve his behavior um, um i thought it was just like i don't know he he's like his, was very like depressed his, after his wife um, died and now the yeah yeah and he's depressed and and smoking and drinking and the, the mom of the right. wife had custody I guess. right and then and then he's trying to get and he's trying to get it back yeah i guess there's a weather component too okay that all of it um yeah it's probably probably confusing because it's not focused on um maybe that should have been the plot of the movie i don't know maybe uh, i feel like that would have been better there's uh, Natsumi, who we've talked about, uh, and the reveal is that she's the niece of Suga. Um, yeah, I think she's a fun character, but also, for me, has this thing where it's like she's a, pro- a product of the male gaze of the movie and is not given any depth, so it's weird. 
It is weird. I still want to marry her, but it is weird. <laughs> the, that's, that scene where she's uh, helping uh, um, Hodaka escape on the moped is kind of cool. No, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. That's probably her best stuff, yeah. I'm glad that they, because I was worried when that was going to happen, that they were going to do that thing where it's like, oh, I'm going to put my arms around you and uh, blush. And uh. I was worried that was going to happen. <laughs> and I'm so glad that didn't happen. I was like, That's wow, good. I was expecting so little of you. <laughs> That's how little I expected <laughs> of this movie. That was already fearing the worst. Okay, I don't think. Yeah, uh, there's, there's. Uh, she has uh, humor subplot of her trying to find a job, right. which uh, I connected with a lot. <laughs> so again, I was like, you know, I, I let's get married. <laughs> <laughs> there's, I think, I think that those parts were very funny. It's also just like depressing. I feel like that that. Uh... Uh, there's like a depressing component to uh, not being able to find employment that the movie did not focus upon. But um, yeah, most the movie plays most things, I think, for for humor's sake. Um, we talked, including Nagi, the younger brother we talked about. I think basically everything he does is intended for to be comedic. Maybe there's like a few bonding moments with Hodoka that are supposed to be genuine and maybe with his sister. But he's put in the costume, and then there's the whole like he's like the he oh the first uh, Horoka sees him on the bus, and it's like how's he so popular with the girls? And it's like oh that's you the brother. Um, I thought that was pretty funny. And then uh, like at the end, he's like in custody, and it's like oh is the fifteenth visitor. Um, of uh, and then I feel like it got complicated by it's like oh I'm your ex, and I was dressing up uh, in order to like uh, I was like mad at you. I didn't follow, but uh, it was the, <laughs> the general thing. I think. But there, there's a whole prison movie you can make out of someone <laughs> yeah, breaking basically. Up in custody with your young ex girlfriends. <laughs> I think Nagi might be what I remember most about this movie. Honestly, honestly. like. Um, oh, the, the, there, there was that scene where they're like he's playing soccer, and then he's like oh yeah my permission to ask out my my which sister is weird that's so weird <laughs> that's so weird it's not even like he doesn't even say like oh you have my permission he's like hey give me like let me give you some tips on how to romance my sister yeah and it's like there's this weird thing where he goes like uh, he like when when Holoka goes like why are you helping me and he goes oh i want her to experience adolescence too but still it's so weird it's your sister why are you being his wingman you should be her wingman like it's so strange yeah, he should be her wingman. Yeah, I thought I thought the perspective they were trying to get him, I think it was sweet. Um, and he's like, he's like presented as more mature. So it's like, uh, and it played into the main joke with him that he knows right. more about this and stuff. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, you're right. Like he should have been talking to her. And it's like the movie never gives those types of moments. I don't know. There was just also that one line where it was like, oh, like show interest now, but then be, be vague later, which is like. Like that's like the oh I'm the the playboy advice, but it's like mm. you want him to date your sister. You're not supposed to give him the playboy advice. You're supposed to give him the advice. Like it's just it was very like broy and it was not cute. I, I think they do a fist bump at the end. I know <laughs> it's not cool. Uh, I was like, yeah, dude, you know. it's your sister. Why are you teaching this guy to like? Oh no! Yeah, you're right. I forgot about that line. That line was uh, also an ex. Yeah, like I've seen people upset about that line, and uh, like I'm not. I'm not like uh, I wasn't like outraged in terms of the misogynist perspective of the movie. It's like okay, this kid has the wrong impression of, and he's you know. But uh, yeah, in the in the context of that conversation, that's uh, very stupid for him to say that. Um, okay, yeah, that's uh, the okay. Last thing, police officers. Uh, there's a lot of them. Including this one guy with really cool hair. <laughs> it's like Jojo hair, right? Yeah. Not yeah, yeah. the, the pompadour. 
there's a random there's like the in Phoenix Wright games, the first prosecutor yeah. you always face reminded me of that guy. Um, yeah, I don't know. We spent <laughs> a lot of time with the cops that didn't really matter, but they had kind of cool designs slash slight personalities. It wasn't like terrible um, or anything. Uh, I don't know. It was. It, it was just like. Yeah, I mean, they were just trying to do their job. They're like, look, how did you get this gun? Like, where? Like, who are you? They made like a throwaway reference to the gun being like from like a former criminal that left. Yeah, so it's like they're just like, okay, like what's going on? Like, we just want you to answer these questions. Like, why did you like run away? Like, you need to go back home. Your parents are worried. Like, (laughs) maybe if they had actually told us exactly how. Like the, because at this point he might be like from a home. Like we don't know his home situation, so maybe if we had actually known it, instead of just this like vague kind of like, oh, we're gonna give you a hint, but it might not even be true. He might just be a teenager who wants to go to Tokyo and run away. Like, you know, like I, we didn't really get that much. So I'm just kind of like, like these police officers are just doing their best, and this kid is like giving them a hard time, like. And I like how he was just like, oh, we're going to have to give him like a psych evaluation, aren't we? Like eventually. I don't know. He didn't say that exactly. But they're like, should we call like the medical staff? Once like he's like crying, like, no, like the girl, she's gone. The weather. So I feel bad. Yeah. Them. And yeah, I felt like I felt like they didn't lose perspective of him being a kid. But also they're going to shoot him at then. I don't know. Like uh... because he had a gun. And yeah. Why is there a gun? I would have been like, dude, he's a yeah. danger to society. Like, OK. <laughs> no, he's like. No, like a, not a stun gun or something. I don't know. Get get some other. Uh, uh, like like you said, like focusing on the missing persons angle and having police chase them around. Fine, but then you throw in the armed situation. It's like it's a whole it's a whole different dynamic. Yeah, it was like you're kind of like sympathizing with the pops throughout, and then it's like oh, you're rooting against them. At then is weird a little bit. Um, but uh, yeah, it's probably the gun's fault. Um, it's so, always the gun's fault. Uh, that's the it's that's the true moral of the story. Always the best fault, honestly. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, it is his fault that Tokyo's underwater. You can blame him. <laughs> it's, it's fine. <laughs> like that's uh, it's true. Alex, uh, any any other things in the movie uh, or final thoughts on weathering with you? Um, I ate Burger King right before this movie, and then they like bombarded me with McDonald's imagery. So like, I didn't appreciate that because the Whopper is way better than the Big Mac. Oh, but that's fire! At the, but at the same time, this is the most lovingly animated hamburger I've ever seen. So <laughs> right, like, you haven't um, seen the uh the animated like McDonald's commercial from Japan. It's so good. You should watch that. Th- this was okay. not like McDonald's in this anime. It was actual McDonald's. McDonald's. Yeah, actual uh, McDonald's. That was surprising. <laughs> surprising. Did they sponsor oh, it? Who knows? But also, and also, like, no way would like a person working there give a homeless person like there's no empathy in the world. Like they would kick them out into the rain. Like that, that's how that's how McDonald's treats hobos. Uh, uh, I think I think I feel like uh, it makes slightly more sense in Japan, but I don't know. Um, that's my impression. Yeah. So yeah, um, product placement is high in this movie. Um, What's the product placement? I, Yahoo! I saw Yahoo <laughs> oh, yeah. so many times. <laughs> the Yahoo stuff got a lot of laughs. Apparently, apparently, like five scenes per second was released on like Yahoo, like uh, like t- ten years ago, whatever platform they had. So I don't know if that was him tri- giving tribute or it was like sponsored or something. But yeah. So um, yeah, in in summary, Weathering with You is a pretty movie. Um, it's got. It's got bits and pieces that you can latch on to. 
I, I would not, after discussing it through, I would not recommend it as thoroughly as I probably did at the beginning of this podcast. But like, I, I, I think that compared to the vast stream of bad anime that I am sure is out there in the world, like this still ends up close to the positive side of the spectrum so like i i think that there's there's stuff here to enjoy but you do have to be aware that it has a lot of flaws some of them bigger than others so weathering with you uh it's wet get wet get wet um okay sure uh yeah well we've beaten you down alex on the movie that's good um oh yeah you're right the the, the, the answers like you just have like the the spraying water you get the whole movie this is this movie's meant for uh multiple dimension viewing yeah yeah and like in the lightning like you'd have like the blinking lights in front of the seats like this is if any movie was made for 40 ads this would be it never pay for 40 ads guys but if you were to pay for it it would be for this Okay. Well, I don't think that's an option, but they maybe. Who knows? We don't keep track of that. The uh, the Yahoo Answers gag he posted on there. I think that was pretty funny too. Throughout the movie, he like asked on there, and it was always they're always like you're an idiot, and it's yeah. true he was an idiot, so that's fun. Um, Beatrice, final thoughts. Um, I watched this movie. I watched it. Yeah. Yeah, I watched. You proved it. that you did prove that. Congratulations. Thank you. I deserve a medal. <laughs> Yeah, it should be applauded. (laughs) Um, And uh, not to me, like your hand in marriage. I'm still asking for it. (laughs) If you, if you, so please accept it. Um, And uh, yeah, this movie happened. Okay, there you go. Uh, Oh, oh, oh! The 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 scene of him running on the train tracks, I enjoyed. I thought that was pretty okay, good yeah. visually, and like also like people the the detail of like people going, "Oh, hey, look, a weird person running on the train tracks." We saw. I would react the same way if I saw someone just running on the train tracks. Honestly, I love the whole. I love the whole like. Some people just like want to do these things. They're so inconvenient. They're inconveniencing everyone else, which exactly. again thematically the- it fits thematically with his final decision to <laughs> Tokyo underwater. This is a very just Japanese opinion of what that. But uh, yeah, I was I was uh, just uh, horrified by all the train tracks all like broken during that. So, like, oh no, the, how is the metro running? <laughs> yeah, but that's like, the true such tragedy. A, such a complicated metro, like it's crazy. But also, it's kind of like a fantasy of mine to like find train tracks and just walk on them without any fear of like an actual train coming uh, i don't know any train tracks that are nearby that are abandoned so like well, that'd be a, cool. it's a very movie uh trope yeah you want to fulfill that uh that experience of walking on train tracks okay. yeah i really did like once once they show when they show tokyo underwater they have like instead of like they use the subway cars but now as like yeah ships. yeah i thought that was really oh neat. i missed that they did, yeah, yeah. They were like boat, yeah. They they made the the subways into boats. I was yeah. like, how'd you do that in three years? But actually, I buy it. Like, I think yeah. they would do that. <laughs> like, um, yeah, I, I kind of, I, yeah. My main takeaway thing is I want to rewatch the very end of the movie. But um, yeah, other than that, uh, I'm good. And uh, it was no, it was. Uh, I, I I don't regret seeing it in a theater because it was so beautiful. But um, I think we we covered the the complicatedness of this film, and I hope that for. His next movie, uh, he is the, the Shinkai-ness of, of his impulses is kept more in check like it was in your name, I, I guess I would say. Um, like, uh, and I think, uh, I don't know, I, I guess the success of this, I'm not optimistic, but um, 
I, clearly, there's a different movie that is capable of being made. I think than this type of movie. Um, so I think there's I think there's hope probably for for the next one. We'll see if if we see it and if it's as big and talked about. I don't even know what what his next movie is. I don't think it's been announced. But uh, there, there you go on weathering with you. Let us know your thoughts. I'm sure some people try to tell us why we were too negative about it. Um, if you do it respectfully, that's fine. In the comment section at overlyanimated.com on our YouTube at youtube.com slash overlyanimated or come to our Discord to talk about it at overlyanimated.com slash Discord for movies or anime channel. Um, and you want to email us or anything, let us know your thoughts on everything. You can always do that. All those contact links at overlyanimated.com. Um, check out other podcasts uh mostly tv stuff right now um we'll see uh next next any sort of upcoming film discussions i think this is the big release around now um and uh find all that overly animated.com i don't even know if there's any other anime stuff we're, oh, are we're we into we're not doing an oscars pod right um i don't assume not unless people have seen all of them yeah I, notable that weathering with you got snubbed in both Animated feature and international feature. The one thing the Oscars did right. (laughs) (laughs) The thing, the thing is, I don't think your name got nominated. So, like, we come on, this is not what we should be. Well, you know, but like your name, I think, was during the year where like Moonlight got nominated and all that stuff. So I was like, all right, it was a good Oscar year. It was at least a good year. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) This this is the one thing you're taking solace in this year. You know, it's like the one good thing about the Oscars this year. This movie didn't get recognition. I'm I'm sure it's better than at least one of the five that got. I've not seen. I mean, if Frozen Two didn't get nominated, like this, I okay. Yeah, I will say Frozen Two is a much is it, Frozen Two is a much better movie than this movie. It's um, not the pod for that, but yeah, okay. water <laughs> better. The water in Frozen Two is better than the water in this movie. Right. Ooh, I, I, do remember a, I mean that's a big show. component of this movie, so that's a that's a big take. I think there. Water in hashtag Moana <laughs> impact. The water and frozen too. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but that's really good. That's a good <laughs> hashtag. Water like brought a new level to animated water for Disney. Like it, well, like it is absolutely stunning. And then they were able to work on top okay, of that to create gonna... the water and frozen too. Come on, Moana impact. Beatrice, Beatrice, save this gold. We're gonna add this to our podcast idea. So those first the, 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 Beatrice like... talks about water and animated. <laughs> those first the two minutes of animation. Toy Story Four has really good rain animation. Like when Woody is running through the rain, and you get to see like little hey, puddles. Freaking you guys out. are honestly justifying this podcast. So just go. Do it, right, <laughs> for me, for Toy Story Four's beauty was in its lighting. Like the uh, lighting, yeah, yeah, yeah. All the, the lighting, the porcelain, and then in the plastic. Like that's what yeah. Toy Story Four was all about. Yeah, so top, you gotta, top gotta five, bring in you gotta bring in Avatar three. and Korra to the water animation discussion. I What's do like know. Forever movie? Are we gonna bring in TV when it's like a movie? Yeah, sure. Bring in bring in anything to this. Okay, we'll, we'll, we'll start Nemo. planning this podcast. Sponge bring in Finding Nemo. Pants. Okay. Sponge, <laughs> SpongeBob's water animation. <laughs> okay, we're gonna we're gonna ruminate on this. And we'll get back to you guys. Thanks for uh, do we do Patreon? Patreon.com slash overly animated. Thanks to all of our current patrons, especially our patron of the podcast, Rachel, aka Rachel Rose, and thanks as to our patron executive producers ryan steve alex beatrice you michael needle will uh yeah we, we went over stuff so that's it guys thanks for listening we'll all see you next time bye bye, bye.